0: This is The Infiltrator's Scary Stories. Tonight we take a look at five true stories from truck drivers in America who see bizarre, unnatural, supernatural, disturbing things without any explanation of what they are. Truck drivers work long hours and sometimes they're tired beyond anything. I should know, I'm a truck driver myself, but I've never really had any creepy and bizarre unnatural experience, but I did see a woman getting beaten once at a loves, and that was weird. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash the infiltrators the number one. That's youtube.com forward slash the infiltrators number one. And now, five true stories of scary things that happened to truck drivers on The Infiltrator's Scary Stories. Number one, the suspicious roadkill. I was driving through Montana headed east and my company had a miscalculated mileage issue so i requested an emergency fuel up i got a response with the nearest truck stop that i could get approved at it wasn't exactly close so i turned off the main highway and headed toward my stop it's pitch black there's no moon no city light and i haven't seen headlights for about an hour I'm cruising down the highway and I see something in the middle of the road at the furthest extent of my headlights. So I slow down naturally as I approach it. When I come to pass it, I get one good glance at it and slam on my brakes as I pass right in the middle of the highway. All I could think was. What did I just see? So I back up looking in my mirror until I see it's a red silhouette in my brake lights. I pull my brakes, I put my jacket on, and I grab my flashlight and pop out. I walk to the back of my trailer and put my light on. And there it was. A headless, skinless, mangled corpse. I froze and my jaw dropped, I didn't know what I was looking at. I just stood there, in the middle of the highway, in the cold, stagnant air. The only sound is the hum of my truck, fifty feet back, watching the steam rise from the pile of meat. There was no fur, no clothing. Just a fully intact rib cage with a mess of other miscellaneous bones attached by ligaments. I debated calling the police as the rib cage looked big enough for someone my size. But I looked at my phone and I had zero cell phone service. The nearest town was about fifty miles out. When I put my phone away, I flashed my light around, and standing at the end of the road there was a handful of coyotes staring at me. They started coming through the fence and trotting my direction. I figured this was the part where I get back in the truck before I get into a situation. So I did and continued on my way. I still, to this day, do not know if it was human or not. Whatever it was, whatever had happened, I was almost a witness of. I convinced myself that it was. Only a deer, or was a deer hit by a truck like my own at highway speeds, that would definitely do significant damage. Trekking heavy litter through the cold is a thing of the past. Pretty Litter offers convenience that lets you stay cozy. This revolutionary litter is delivered right to your doorstep, just when you need it. Pretty Litter is lightweight and absorbs odor for those long winter nights in. Relax, stay in, and play. Order Pretty Litter today. Get 10% off of your total order if you go to bit.ly forward slash get pretty litter that's bit.ly forward slash get pretty litter bit.ly forward slash get pretty litter number two the shapeshifter many years ago i was on a shift called meet and turn this is where the driver that is domiciled out of the city will drive a load halfway to its destination, while the other driver that meets him halfway and brings the load where it needs to be delivered. I had been doing runs like these for several months, and I found out that I had to meet on point an hour before the other driver even arrived. It was a dark and empty lot around 3 o'clock a.m., So, since there was still some time to kill, I decided to close my eyes and take a short nap. About ten minutes into my nap, I was awakened by a barking dog. I tried to ignore it, but the barking carried on for several minutes, and it grew louder and closer. At this point, it became clear that he's either trying to alert me of something, or he's just being a pain in the butt. So I sat up and looked out my window, and what I saw left me motionless. Standing there, inches on the other side of the glass, was a man around 35 years of age. He was a large fellow, and he was barking at me. His eyes were crazy, and he was even frothing a little from his mouth. The sheer creepiness struck me and gently, without making a su- any sudden movement, I reached down and started my truck and slowly started pulling away. As I do so, he was chasing after me, much like you would expect an angry dog and still barking as I kept pulling away. Needless to say, I don't take naps on the job anymore. Number 3. The Maybe Alien Encounter I was driving through Kansas on I-70 at night once and when I hit one of the craziest thunderstorms I've ever seen. It was so bad the road started flooding a bit and I had to pull over onto a service plaza and wait for it to stop when the creepy part happened. As I was sitting in the truck watching the storm, there is a series of lightning strikes followed by a blackout. Suddenly a massive bright light starts moving behind the clouds. Too slowly to be an aircraft, but too fast to be part of the the storm. It moves up and over the hills and the trees before crossing directly overhead. Then it disappears behind the service plaza. The transit from the tree line to plaza maybe took about five to ten minutes tops, and while it was overhead it cast everything in an eerie blue glow and lit up the parking lot. I seriously thought aliens were invading. Anyway, within ten minutes of the creepy light disappearing, the rain completely stopped and the parking lot lights came back on. Like someone flipped a switch. i got to get out of there while I'm looking in my mirrors for spaceships or those alien walkers from War of the Worlds are going to get me. All my friends sleep on a purple mattress now. It's the only mattress good for everybody. The grid flexes where you need it, and it's got instant response for an undisturbed sleep. It's soft to cushion where you need it, and firm to support and keep your spine aligned. Thanks to Purple's grid, now I can finally sleep on my back. Get 20% off your order at bit.ly getpurplenow now. Number four. The shoulder walker my most common run is vancouver to san francisco it's an easy trip most of the time with very little challenge involved i tend to prefer driving into the night because there's less traffic of course driving around in the middle of nowhere during witching hour uh, it means i've had my share of strange things but i've had a lot of experiences with strange things just Nothing has scared me nearly as bad as the people you see walking along the shoulder of the road, far from civilization. I noticed my first one on my junior run, down south on the number 5. It was a lady in a blue summer dress, just strolling down the side of the highway, underneath the full moon. Not a care in the world. Now, we were on a stretch that was miles and miles away from anything, in either direction... And I was the first vehicle on the road that she'd likely seen since dusk. She didn't even look up to acknowledge me, though. Instead, just kept walking with some sort of vacant smile. I talked it up to some hippie from the Oregon Trail, hopped up on something from a nearby campsite, and kept driving. But she was only the first. It's not every trip you spot them, but... Sometimes you see a few on a single go. It always struck me as strange because you never seem to see them during the day. Or maybe you do, but they just don't stick out as much under the sun. Even so, once you know they're there, you'll start noticing the hell out of them whenever you're driving far from civilization in the dark. The only truckers... Call them moon wanderers, But I prefer shoulder walkers Since that's what they are Almost like trains on a track They walk That little white line To wherever they're going They're different shapes and sizes too Men, women, tall, fat, ugly, pretty Just folks that you'd see anywhere Sure, they're creepy, but for a long time I didn't pay them attention, because noticing them on occasion in the split second, and they were visible as I cruised past them. But one night, a few months ago, I passed by what looked like an old lady. She was in a hospital gown and just looked like someone on death row. Sunken, given up on life sort of eyes frizzy white hair and pale skin she was smiling just like her grandkids had called her name her pace was a slow shuffle along the shoulder and just looking at her I could imagine the sound of her hospital slippers running just over top of the gravel I wanted to keep driving because well to be honest she gave me the willies but hell She reminded me of my own sweet grandma. So, I brought my rig to a slow stop and, collecting up the flashlight that I kept in my glove box, stepped out of the cab. I could hear her coming before I could see her as I'd driven a few meters ahead of her due to the long stop ahead. Scrape, scrape, scrape. I could visualize her wrinkly feet and those hospital slippers, shuffling over and over. Quickly I checked the maps app and I saw that the closest town to there was over 50 miles. No way this old lady was walking past that. Putting my phone in my jeans, I held up my flashlight and started walking towards the sound of her footfalls. Um, hello ma'am? I called out. Hoping she would speak up No such luck Just more scraping My hairs were on edge now As I waited for her to enter Into the dim light of my flashlight I nearly cried As the ghostly appearance Came into view Not because anything was Different from before Just because she looked so much more Sickly close up Ma'am are you okay? I asked you're in the middle of nowhere, you know She said nothing She just kept smiling and steadily moving forward And my heart was beating real hard She's just senile Senile and she needs help I thought out loud But my feet were frozen in place They were going back to the truck Or they weren't moving at all She was getting closer though and as she reached within 10 feet or so, her wrinkled hands began to reach up slowly. Her fingers wiggled in my direction like a grandma reaching for her grandchild's face. She opened her mouth but nothing came out. She grinned at me and she had pale gums. My legs gave out and I fell onto my side. She reached down for me with surprising speed and dexterity. Before I knew it, her bony fingers were around my ankles and I was getting dragged down the road. Desperately, I pulled back. Her grip was superhuman and the addition of my weight didn't seem to slow her down in the least. She started down the street, staring at me. With those beady sunken eyes mouth agape in a smile her feet on the ground i kicked back at her with all i could and luckily connected with her jaw to my horror it was like i was knocking solid concrete but luckily she let go despite having no visi- visible injury i crawled back towards the middle of the road and she kept walking down the shoulder Her hands fell back down to her side and her mouth closed into a tight-lipped smile. Her gaze stayed locked on mine as she slowly shuffled out of my flashlight's beams. I waited as the scraping kept going and eventually it faded from my ears. And after what ended up being half an hour stunned silence, I worked up the nerve to get up and go back to my rig. No sign of the lady. But when I climbed in my cab and sped down the highway, it didn't take long for me to catch up to her. Her eyes still stuck on me. They were probably just on me the whole time she walked away. The last I saw of her as I gunned it away from her, she was still looking at me. According to some other guys I know, I'm the first to try and interact with the shoulder walker, and if God is good, I'll be the last. Since then, I've seen some plenty more strolling down the highway in the pitch black dark. I even saw a kid once, but there ain't no way I'm ever stopping again for them, and if you're smart, you won't either. Since that night, the shoulder walkers are always looking right at me as I drive past, which they never used to. Almost like since that old lady saw me, they all did. I hate to think what would ever happen if I not managed to get free. But I can rest easy knowing I've put my warning out there in the public. Maybe I'll save some folks with this story. And number five, The Fog. I was driving for Costco a few years back. It was around eh, January, February time of the year. We usually took an extra toy shipment to various locations due to the holiday season. We got a call that one of our locations in rural Kentucky needed to restock their giant Spider-Man dolls. They knew I was a fast driver, so I was giving the last-minute late-night duty. I loaded my truck and headed out on the 265. It was around 3 a.m. when I started to have this eerie feeling. I chalked it up to just being tired and popped a couple of no-dos. About 15 minutes later, the road started fogging up, I mean more so than any other time before or since. I got to the point where I had to pull off to the side of the road and wait for it. There weren't any other cars on the road and I was ahead of time so I figured I could wait until it cleared up a bit. About 5 minutes of sitting still, in silence, my truck goes dead, no lights, no No engine. Nothing. I try my CB, but I can't get anyone on. I check my cell phone, but there's no signal. As I'm sitting there contemplating my next move, I hear what sounds like a child crying. It slowly morphed into a woman crying, or at least that's what it sounded like to me. I'm a big man, 6'3", 250 pounds, but I refuse to exit my cab. I did roll down the window and asked if anybody needed help. At that point, the crying stopped. I heard what sounded like a sinister laugh. At that point, I felt like the laughter was directed at me. I rolled up my window and it seemed like the more it scared me, the louder the laugh went. Then as soon as it stopped, just like that, my truck started back up in the fog was gone I drove out of there like a bat out of hell I get to the next truck stop and I pull in I run into the bathroom and pour water on my face and ask myself did that really just happen thanks for listening to this episode of the infiltrators scary stories don't forget to subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com forward slash the infiltrators one that's youtube.com forward slash the infiltrators the number one the infiltrators scary stories is brought to you by pretty litter you can get 20 percent off your order right now by going to bit.ly forward slash get pretty litter that's bit.ly forward slash get pretty litter we're also sponsored by purple mattress You can get 20% off your order right now at bit.ly forward slash getpurplenow. That's bit.ly forward slash getpurplenow. And don't forget to join us in the next episode for more scary stories. Sleep tight if you're lucky.